Are excuses holding you back? In this episode, we'll talk about ways to identify your excuses and how to take more accountability to see more progress in all areas of your life. Carlito. Hola. Hola, hola. hola. How's it feel to be 38? He didn't. Um, it's my Jesus year. Sadly, he didn't make it to 38. Oh, but yeah, 33, baby. Aww. Um, yeah, it Carly, feels good. Carly just had a birthday. Usually, I feel like we, well, maybe it kind of depends on what day it falls on because we'll kind of talk about it beforehand. Um, but I guess it probably makes more sense to acknowledge it that you just had it. Um, so shout out Carly, 33. Um, saying this at the top of the episode, so y'all can go ahead and send her that $33 on cash. <laughs> Carly it'd, be weird. it'd be weird um like you don't ever want to really be that person who's like it's my birthday here's my cash up but then like if somebody else does it it's like oh okay cool yes yeah, carly carpio don't forget the darling sign um so it's a little different <laughs> you know what i'm saying about say, lexi a real one yeah. lexi a real one i didn't even have to say it <laughs> you gotta throw that at the top of the episode i know i done got a couple uh dollars from listeners on my birthday before so make sure y'all return that favor um so how you been feeling how you doing Man, feeling good. Um, excited, grateful. Uh, I feel like the end of the year is always such a great time just to reflect LA's been freezing cold, um, like real people cold, not just LA people cold. So that's been a little different. It's like, yay, cold weather, but then no, oh, can y'all just last a couple days? Because yeah, I did not live feels up like the holidays for once. Yeah. It actually feels like the holidays. <laughs> exactly. How you been doing? Um, pretty good. Had a more chill mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. Um yeah, everything's been straight. I'm getting ready to, well, I am out of town, supposedly, by the time this episode comes out. Um, but taking a break over the holidays and just looking to kind of end the year out on a chill note. Yeah, which is why I'm wondering why we chose violence um, and wanted to do an episode on excuses. Because <laughs> I was like, oh man, it's about to read me. <laughs> Not reading yourself. Um, yeah, so this week is about excuses and I don't know, I think excuses is one of those things where most people probably wouldn't admit or think to be like, yeah, I make a lot of excuses. Um, it's something I think that usually somebody else kind of calls you out on if they have, have you ever been called out for making excuses from other people? Mm, Yeah, you called me out. Um, a couple of my friends, like the one, like well, actually, a lot of my friends, my friends don't be letting me make it, um, especially if I say I did something for a reason. They're like, did you really? Or, you know, what was the reason or why haven't you done that? Um, so definitely, I think in a great way, though, it's never like you bum. It's, you know, why aren't you pushing yourself or why, you know, no, that's not really why you didn't want to do that thing. Why didn't you want to do that thing? Mm-hmm. So it's always to help me like get better. Um, but that doesn't mean that it feels good. But I've definitely been called out for making excuses before. Do you feel like For you sure. make a lot of excuses? Um, I mean, not a lot, but I would say I make my fair share for sure. Um, and the person I probably give the most excuses to is myself. So <laughs> um, when thinking of through this episode and my going through everything just makes me realize like, dang, I kind of do like try to give myself excuses on like things that I say I want to do or different stuff and, and throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. there's reasons for that. Which, what about on your side? There's reasons for that, though, which is what we're going to get into. Um, 
for me, like I said at the beginning, I feel like it's hard to tell for yourself, like if you make a lot of excuses or not. Um, but one thing I do know that I do a lot is I do get very defensive a lot. And to me, that feels like that's a an iteration of making any excuses. Um, if somebody's calling you out on something or saying like, I wish you would stop saying things like this or doing this. And then you start to try to explain yourself like, well, this is happening or whatever, whatever. I think that's probably a form of making excuses. And so that's one mode I do get into a lot. So I know like in some spaces I can identify. Um, and then as we did research kind of for this episode, it's like, oh, okay, I see other places, of course, where I make them. Um, but I'm not sure how, how often. So we'll kind of see as we keep talking more um, through this. Can you think of like, what's the last uh, excuse you've made, if you can remember? Um, the last excuse is kind of in alignment with what you with what you just said of like trying to justify something like being defensive to another person about how the way I said something. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was just really passionate and it was this and it was like, yeah, dog, but that doesn't discount the way that you came across or the way you said something. Um, so I was trying to defend, you know, why I did a certain thing in a certain way. Yeah, for me, um, the last one I could think of, because I still kind of think about it, is I had like a, I had a business presentation, like with this company, um, me and another teammate were, you know, talking to them. It's kind of our first talk with them about, you know, what we do, learning about what they're doing. And at the end of it, like, it just didn't feel good. It was, it just felt dry. Um, and talking to one of the guys after it's like yeah we were kind of disappointed because we expected y'all to come with more like ideas and you know certain talk more about like things you've done that were successful and my first thoughts that I said and I guess this is an example of being defensive probably I was like well you know it wasn't a meeting for that like you know first we have to actually understand what you guys are doing and learn about your company first you know to now go away and come up with some ideas um but then you know it's just saying yeah but we just weren't expecting to talk that much and we were expecting something else but then the more I thought about it, I was like, dang, like, yeah, maybe I could have been more prepared. Um, and I could have spent a little more time, like, really trying to think about it. Maybe I could have not had rolled out of bed 30 minutes before. Um, you know, like, it was just like, okay, Lex, mm-hmm. like, actually, don't beat yourself up. Because I was kind of feeling bad. I was like, damn, that was kind of dry. Um, and it was somebody, like, I knew who connected it. So I was like, ooh. But it wasn't terrible. But um, also, I was just like, okay, maybe I do need to see this as an ex- as a learning experience like okay what can you know I kind of try to do better next time or what things can we incorporate or kind of do to be better prepared or at least come across more you know enthusiastic and more like okay we're excited about what you're doing and here's what we're thinking about um so that's my example (laughs) of the last excuse I remember making but I guess that is a good growth thing to you know realize like okay I kind of quickly turned it around in my head or tried to um, look at the positives of it and since then I'm like all right we got to come up with some really good ideas now to present back to them which I, I think I have this far um, but yeah it's like okay I got to take this now and do something better next time take accountability mm-hmm. instead of it just being like no that's not what it was supposed to be about because it's their check not mine you know so <laughs> if, if I'm doing business they don't care what I was trying to do because it, it matters what they what they need and what they wanted out of it Man, that's what I was about to say. That wasn't what it's supposed to be, but that's what it was. And a lot of times that's like, I think, you know, whenever we think about excuses, like no matter like what the intention or what the thought, like, you know, just kind of, that's what it was. And it's like, where can we, you know, stop and reassess and move on from there? Um, When thinking about excuses, like, do you notice 
like any areas or um, certain like pieces of your life where you might make more excuses or like kind of why there will be more excuses in certain areas? I'm not sure. So I'd have to take, um, like we often talk about, I'd have to like tally up and pay attention through a day to really think about where do I make more? Cause it, cause what I think I do, I don't know, you know, I'm not really sure. So I'd, I'd have to really go through a day and have that as an exercise. Um, but I recognize there's a few different areas in which I make excuses. Probably most people make excuses. Right. And I think one of them is around like getting things done or, and that can be from, uh, for me personally, things like I'm not cooking enough. Um, so like making excuses around my body or my health and it's like, oh, but I make excuses about not cooking my own meals or not working out. Um, not going to sleep at the right time, stuff like that, right? And then in that same vein, I think work tasks and procrastination, we've talked about that all the time. I think that kind of falls into that as well, where it's like, you can make excuses for not finishing a thing, um, for not doing a thing on time. And then also in the same vein, I think is uh, taking care of like life issues, like my registration for, for the last however many, way too long, where it's like, you know, all I gotta do is call these people and see how much do I need to pay them and do that. But for whatever reason, it just don't happen. So I think that's one area is like not getting things done that we say we wanna do or that we act like we have goals around. Um, but when I think about that though, I also wonder like why, you know, like what is it that allows us or makes us make excuses around those types of things if we say we wanna do it? Yeah, um, I mean, there's a million reasons and depending on whatever it is, like, you know, our, like, we might have the intention to actually, you know, work out, but let's say we woke up late, you know, whatever happens is by the end of the day, like our willpower is gone. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you actually might have an intention, but if you have poor planning, like you might not be able to do those things. The same with cooking, right? If you wait to the last minute, like, okay, I'm going to the grocery store and cook after a long day of work. It's like, ah, is that really a good thought? Is that something that you know, I can do at the end of the day. So I would say, um, not like why, we're planning. Why are you making an excuse around it? So if it's like, oh man, um, well, I waited too late or, oh man, now I'm too hungry to do it. Like, why, why does that happen? Why do you think we make that excuse? Um, it, you like, maybe you really don't want the goal that you say you do. It's like, oh, I really want to be, you know, fit. I'm really looking to, you know, lose this weight or do this thing, but you're not willing to sacrifice your comfort to actually get to that thing. You're not willing to maybe be uncomfortable or to push yourself even when you're tired. Yeah. I think what feeds into that though, actually is you don't have a tight enough goal. So like mm -hmm. if you, if the real goal is around like, oh, I know I need to lose 10 pounds or, you know, and I want to eat healthier. I'm, I'm more conscious about how I eat now or I want to be, um, then it's like, okay, you need to set a specific goal around that. Like, okay, I'm going to cook uh, one of my meals every day and then actually making a plan around that to get your groceries, plan the meals out. Um, so it's almost like if your goals aren't smart enough and like by that, like measurable and specific, um, then you can't really make that plan around it. And I think another part of that is not being motivated. Sometimes you're not all the way motivated to do the thing. And so you just make an excuse. Um, so that kind of goes back into like remembering your why and all those types of things. Um, when it comes to like work tasks, I feel like we've talked about this before. It's like, um, you may just be experiencing fear or like you don't want to mm -hmm. fail or don't kind of want to accept um, 
you know, that you're not in your most creative space. Um, maybe you don't think you know how to do it really. And again, sometimes these are like the thoughts we're having like beneath the surface um, where it's just like, I don't know what to do here. Um, but that's not necessarily the case. So I think there's quite a few reasons why we don't do those things. Are there any more? Yeah, I was saying like, you don't know how to do something. So let's say, you know, you are trying to think of new ideas for a client, but you, you know, you're stuck and like, maybe you don't know how to do the thing that they're asking you to do. And so you can kind of hesitate um, or the resources uh, for things. So not having, although I think not having enough time some, sometimes is an excuse. And so is not having enough money sometimes um, mm -hmm. also. But I would say like not having the resources, but I, that's definitely stopped me from like following up with a client or somebody who I knew. I was like, dang, I don't actually know if I know how to do that thing. And then like that fear and doubt starts to creep in or start to creep in. And then I'm just like, ah, I'm not going to reply. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, but you, you said something about not having enough money, but you almost said it in a way as if that's a valid excuse. And I think, so even, for example, going back to what the, the examples we just said about, for example, not cooking um, or, oh, I'm not, I don't want to meal prep or whatever because I don't have enough money, but like you can still do that, right? Like, otherwise I'm also spending money going out to eat. So it's just a, oh. more of a matter of like not using that as a reason. I think a lot of people use it as a reason not to eat healthy. A lot of times you'll hear people say like, oh, it costs more. Um, and sometimes it can, but also like there are, things to do and options right um so yeah I think I think those are a lot of excuses that we make and like that's why um kind of more on the vein of like getting defensive I think that a lot of times I'll make an excuse when I'm wrong about something or like mm -hmm. obviously it's the reason why is like I don't want to view myself that way or I don't want to think that I'm being wrong um somebody might be calling you out on something and you don't want to accept it. Um, so I think that's like a whole another category of a place where we make excuses around like maybe more like behavioral excuses. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big one. Um, people be like, oh, that's just how I am. Um, you know, uh, like, you know, I'm, I'm, that's just how I am where, you know, I don't, um, I'm very direct and I'm very sharp. It's like, yeah, but you also don't have to be rude. It's like, no, but that's just how I am. They took it like that. And if it's always somebody else, like, come on, bro. Like at some point you have to really look at yourself, but I feel like it's kind of like protective. Like you said, you don't want to look at yourself that way. You don't want to feel bad at yourself. And maybe, you know, you haven't ever thought about how to change that. So it's easier to just, that's just how I am. Yeah. And that's an excuse there to say like, oh, I can't change. And I've heard people say, um, well, I'm going to be how I am or like, let me be me type things. And it's like, I don't know. It seems weird though, because I also kind of understand that where it's like, all right, now, like people are how they are. Um, but I don't know if maybe it's dependent upon behavior or the action or whatever. Um, that is still like, okay, but like you're, you're limiting yourself to being able to grow in a space. Um, but maybe it depends on what it is, right? Because sometimes there's an accusation that I might make to somebody and it's really just catering to me. Like, oh, I don't like when you do that versus, um, hey, like you really, you're getting out of line or like this is happening or, you know, something like that. So um, I guess we do have to check ourselves. And sometimes people can be wrong when they want to have something to say about us. They, that's very possible. Um, but we can still be more accountable in those spaces for sure. Um, yeah. 
and not making excuses, but I was about to say, I think that's coming back to you, you know, your values, like, you know, whenever you are the way that you are, I think those are your values and what you value in life. And so someone, if, if maybe they're challenging you and asking you to change a value or, you know, something that's foundational to your life, like that's different. But if it's somewhere where you overstepped a line or you did hurt their feelings, like there's a whole level of accountability that doesn't require you to change who you are. All right. So not doing a thing, um, not wanting to be wrong. What is another category where we could maybe make excuses in our life? Um, like not wanting to do something um, with somebody. Like when people are kind of scared to say no to something, like mm -hmm. to go into an event or to being a part of a project or, you know, whatever it is. Like when people say yes all the time. Um, or even to take on a task, probably. Mm -hmm. um, like if you really don't have bandwidth or know how to do a thing, maybe um, kind of making excuses instead of just saying like no I don't feel comfortable with that or you know whatever like the real truth of it is um I think sometimes most of that is like you just don't kind of don't want to let somebody down also um because I, I mean I've experienced that a lot where it's like oh you're kind of coming up with a reason why you can't do something you just really just don't want to go um but I don't know is that also like not being an asshole you know well, it depends. I mean, if you're always like flaking and always saying no, right, like in context, then, you know, maybe there's an issue there. But um, I think that humans in general just are uncomfortable with saying no. Uh, like I've seen marketing studies where it's like if you can try to put per uh, people in a position to where they have to say no, then they'll say yes, because it's so much harder for them to say no. Like even when people like walking past, like, can you fill this out? Sometimes it's so hard. I'm like, God, don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Put my headphones in, try to walk around them because I don't want to be like, no, thank you. But now I'm getting better. But before I used to be a lot. Um, I think also people probably if they have committed to something like it's probably harder for them to back out of like, you're like, oh, do you want to go? Yeah, sure. And you don't think about it. And you're like, damn, I really, really don't want to do that. You just actually want to try to follow through or be a person of your word. And that whole, you know, I'm going to do everything I say I'm going to do. It gets us into a lot of trouble sometimes because we answer questions without thinking. Right. Too fast. <laughs> um, so. So at the top of this, and when we were coming up with this episode, I was kind of thinking about excuses. And the question I'm thinking is like, okay, how can I identify where I'm making excuses? Um, would you say it's fair to assess that in areas where we might not be making that much progress, like maybe we're making a lot of excuses in those places? Like, is that a way to identify? Um, if, we, if we don't do, like I said, and take a day and you know, jot down everything? Like, is that a way to maybe start identifying? I think so. I would say looking at areas in your life where you're not progressing or not where you want to be, you know, financially, relationship with business wise, whatever it is. But even um, I would add, so places that you're not where you want to be as a great like indicator that you're probably making excuses. Then I would also look at all the places um, where you have like a pattern of like a continuous rub. Like if you are always getting into it with people about X or about Y, or if you notice the same thing coming up in your relationship, like patterns might also be a good place to examine to see if there are excuses there. Mm -hmm. Do you have any examples of a place where you're like, all right, I wish I was seeing more progress here where like right now we could try to uncover, is there an excuse that's being used? Um, man, uh, I would say like, okay, I would say my, my eating, like, um, 
my food because I have body goals like where I want to look like the way I want to feel the way I want to look you know all those things and but like if I looked at my diet if I looked at what I'm actually intaking and I know all of the things like it doesn't it does it is not indicative of someone who has health goals like at all Mm. Um, like the inconsistency yeah no it's like oh you wildin like absolutely wildin um so that would be a good place for me yeah but also though are you making excuses in that space um, sometimes it'll be like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna do this is one more, you know, this last day or, oh, I need to treat myself or, oh, it's, mm-hmm. it's my, almost my birthday, it's been my birthday, it's the end of the year, I've been working out really hard, I start to really justify mm-hmm. and convince myself that it's okay, I've only ate out once this week, you know, and once becomes six times and it's like, mm-hmm. bro, what, what are you doing, what are you doing? <laughs> so we've kind of been going like around it, but like, what's the problem with the excuses then, like, what are excuses doing for our lives? Excuses keep you from reaching your goals. Like, honestly, they're just um, like a lack of discipline. Like anywhere where you can excuse yourself out of doing the things that you said that you were going to do or that you need to do to get to where you want to be, like, that's a lack of discipline. You're talking yourself out of your dreams. So I really feel like excuses limit you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely limiting because an excuse is literally you saying like, hey, this is how I can justify doing a thing or not doing a thing, which means whatever that thing is, it isn't or is getting done. Um, so yeah, like you're automatically like shutting the door. You're literally shutting the door on, on getting to that. Um, and in the same vein, it leads you to failure and reaching your full potential. So you, it's almost like you never like step outside of you know or step like through this doorway if you're always making excuses to why you can't or why you won't or why you don't um and you just never move forward man I whenever you were talking about that it came to mind like they really prevent you from growing and from expanding and what I think happens is you not only become lazy whenever you're not pushing yourself or trying to strive for something you know bigger like outside of your comfort zone I think you can also become resentful and very pessimistic because I remember whenever I was quitting engineering and going to business school everybody in my office that I talked to that was older than me man I always wanted to go to business school yeah. and you know I got married and you know I had to take care of my kids and I had All to pay down debt then I bought a house and then I bought a car and it's like they just like well who's gonna pay for your school and then they just became so like negative it was like all negative questions well you don't know anybody in LA like why are you going to LA it was just it just changes the way you look at the world. And I think that, you know, that's not a good place to be in any area of your life. And, you know, maybe those things are true. Like maybe they do feel like they couldn't do that because they had kids, but it's like, I've seen people with kids do a lot of stuff too. So it's, it's like, you know, what, what perspective are you choosing to have? Yeah. I think that's a perfect example because we do all know those folks who, whether they're older or whatever, who like, they're basically trying to put all their excuses onto you and you very clearly see those excuses. Um, so that's a great example. And then also another thing I can think about that is the problem with making excuses. It's almost like you're you're in the habit of always being like, no, I can't do that, or I don't need to do this, or, you know, in making those excuses, you end up making like bad decisions. Like you're consistently making, having poor judgment and making decisions, right? Um, so when I keep making excuses about eating out or, you know, like, I don't feel like getting up to go work out that's poor judgment. So I think you just kind of get into this habit of making bad decisions. And then like we always say, it kind of also, you know, your, your self-esteem kind of spirals out and you're like, "Uh, well, I might as well not even do it now. Right. So it's almost like the more excuses you make, 
I feel like it, the easier it gets. Um, I don't know if you would agree with that, but the more, the more excuses you make and the more comfortable you get with, you know, just not doing a thing, it's just like, well, it's almost like you have to stick to yourself and like, well, I, you know, I don't need to do it. I don't have to do it. And you never do. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, and then the aggregate of these excuses is not only do you have poor self-esteem, but you're always talking yourself out of everything that you want. And so you end up living a life that you don't really want, essentially. And mm-hmm. I know that sounds dramatic, <laughs> but I'm serious. If you start yeah. like this foundation of of not trusting yourself, of not keeping your word to yourself, because that's really what making excuses are, is like talking yourself out of it a lot of times, then you end up, you know, settling, I think, yeah. for a lot of things. Yeah, you're living a settling life, like a settled life. Um, so one exercise I was thinking about, because um, it always helps to really connect with the why, like the why you want to do a thing or why you want to um, grow as a person, your communication skills, whatever, right, in all those different areas. Um, but really thinking about this, where if any of the excuses we've talked about this far, and this to the listeners, has rang true for you, now it's like, okay, so how is are the excuses I'm making, like preventing me from moving forward? Like, what is on the other side of not making the excuse, taking that accountability in that space. Um, and how is the excuse crippling your ability to get what you want? Um, so if you want your body to feel and look a certain way, it's like, okay, I'm crippling my ability to do that. Or if you want to have healthy relationships and every time you get called out for something, you know, you're being defensive, it's okay, well, you're crippling your ability to have a great loving relationship. Um, so I think if we view it in that way, if it's part of the process of catching yourself, making an excuse or, or recognizing where you make them, we can start to think about it more in that way. Like, damn, what am I keeping myself from? Um, I feel mm-hmm. like that could be very, a very useful exercise in like starting to curb that habit, at least in some spaces. Yeah. And adding on to that is um, re- getting, just getting re in touch with your why. Like, why did you say, you, why do you want your body to feel better? Or why, why do you want to look better? Like, why do you have, why do you set these goals? And so whenever those excuses start to come, you can be like, oh man, because I feel lethargic because I feel uncomfortable in my clothes because I don't have a lot of self-confidence right now. So you can be like, oh, maybe I should, you know, not make this excuse and push myself past whatever this is um, in whatever area it is. Yeah. And I, and I, I think that's like think, a huge thing is just getting in touch with that why. Yeah. And the, and the more we talk about excuses, you know, I, I again, I'm like very solution oriented. So I'm like, okay, what, what is the solution to excuses? Like, what is like this big problem? What is the other side of that and the opposite of that? And to me, I feel like the opposite of excuses is accountability. So also, if you frame it that way, making a lot of excuses is really you just not being accountable nor responsible for your life. And so when you say it like that, it's like, ooh, that doesn't, you know, that sounds real weak. Like that sounds lame as hell, right? Um, Especially when we talk so much about like, we have power in our lives and ownership within our lives. And so when you frame it that way also, it's like, oh man, so really making a lot of excuses means I need to ask myself, okay, so how can I be more accountable? Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to be like, everybody will say, I'm accountable for my life. You know, I control things, but then do you really, like really sit down with yourself? And so what it looks like to make less less excuses and be more accountable is to actually admit that you're making excuses. So sitting down with yourself and looking at your life, like what excuses do I tend to make? You know, where in my life am I settling? And we can all be honest with ourselves. Like we're all settling in some area that we need to, you know, get out of. And then really looking at the why do I continue to make these excuses in these areas is mm-hmm. the first step. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then going back even as like tactical responses to some of the excuses we mentioned earlier, um, if you don't want to do a thing, acknowledge that you don't want to do it um, without trying to make excuses, right? Um, and without an explanation in the same way, if you did or didn't do a thing, um, instead of making an excuse as to why you did it or why you didn't do it, say, hey, I didn't do it, or yes, I did it. And you don't have to even necessarily explain again. So like, I think the feeling like we need to explain it and talk about it and justify it is what makes it scary uh, to be accountable about things you've done or not done. Um, but if you just can at least do that first step of, yeah, I don't really wanna do that. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe they'll ask you why and say, I just don't want to do it. Like, just practice it. Like, it's, and that's also like just kind of standing up for what you actually want to do. And setting those boundaries in your life for other people. Like, you setting boundaries teaches them to have boundaries in their life. And we all could deal with that and learn to respect other people's as well. I would also say it's just looking at where you're blaming people for things in your life. Like, man, if it weren't for that girl at work, I would have got that promotion. <laughs> probably catch yourself on that maybe she's a hater but it probably is not just just because of that and somebody is always making you mad if every time you know you have something go wrong in your life you have to blame somebody else I think that that is a great place to stop and look why you keep on making excuses mm -hmm. and also in that same type of space like you can blame other people as to why you didn't do a thing but also like in that defensive behavior when somebody's calls you out on on something like um, this happened to me today. It's like, well, when you, I'm, when I ask you for advice, you're giving it in a way that makes, the way you say things makes you feel like what I'm doing is wrong. And I'm like, oh no, like that's, you know, I'm not meaning that. I'm like, well, you're taking it that way and you're putting that on top of my words because you're asking for my advice. I'm just saying, hey, this sounds like this or um, what about changing this or that, right? But I caught myself and I was like, actually, you know what? I know I probably do come across harsh. Like, and I like you probably know too, like I might be trying to say a thing or like give me advice or something, but I was like, you know, I, prob I probably am saying it that way. And I asked them like, okay, so how should I have done it instead? Or like, how can I, you know, what can I do differently about it? Cause I really was like getting real to fit. Cause I was like, bro, like you asked for my advice and I'm just telling you, you know, what it is. Mm -hmm. And I could tell it's starting to get an attitude. So, and then it was like, all right, well, you're making me feel some kind of way. And I'm like, well, that's your fault for feeling that way. Um, but then I, I kind of caught it and tried to turn it around a little bit um, because I had to have a, I had a moment with myself very quickly in my head where I was like, now Lex, you do know you do that. Like you do make people feel some kind of way um, or feel maybe less than, or like it wasn't good enough or whatever, right? Just because I'm saying it so directly or in the tone or whatever. So like, I, you know, you're doing that. So I had to have a real moment and accept that. Um, yeah, so catching yourself um, when you're explaining. And like, if you're explaining a thing or blaming another person for something, I think that's kind of easy to catch. And now it's like, all right, what excuse am I making versus being accountable about, you know, what you are doing? Mm, that's a big one. Like I said, that was the last excuse I made, but I didn't mean it. Yeah. But I love what you did. You asked okay, well, how, you know, what would be a great response to you? Or how do you want me to respond to those things? I think that that's big. Right. Um, I think that that is actually a great key to it, just working on how we, res we respond to anything in our lives, whether people are, you know, challenging us or coming at us with different things and making sure the way we respond is within our priorities. Like you prioritize that relationship and you value 
you know, them coming to you and how you respond. And so, you know, just making decisions from an accountable place. Mm -hmm. And just making decisions, period, right? Um, And sometimes in situations like that, or if you're dealing with another person, you got to say no or whatever it may be. You know, I think sometimes we just have to take that beat and like really like, okay, honor yourself. Like, all right, what do I really want to do here? Or what, what is the honest truth here before you move forward? But in general, you know, you're just talking about making decisions based on your priorities, but you know, we really have to act like a way to make less excuses and be more accountable is to actually make, make decisions and act accordingly. Um, sometimes, and I don't know if you identify with this, but for me, like sometimes it's like, you just kind of cruise through certain things and mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm really making excuses as much as it just kind of like softly cruising past the decision I need to make. And now it's like, oh, it's too late now, you know, or whatever's happened has happened. Um, so act, like act more because you do have that power to do so. Yeah, and you can't be scared of like, can't move in fear. So you're probably, you know, making excuses and cruising past because you don't like want to mess up or you don't want to do something wrong or- And if you, you know, don't make whatever, a decision, you can't be wrong. Or if you don't make a decision, yeah. like nothing can happen. But the con to that is nothing can happen. So like also the good can't happen, right? Or or the what you want can't happen. Um, nothing just happens. And that's why so long- are so often I feel like time goes by there's certain goals and certain things where it's like damn like so much time has gone by but like why because you just did not act and I think that that is a big one so making sure that you're taking action um and moving past the unknown so it's like a lot of times we don't act because we are scared of all of those things and so just making sure that you are challenging yourself to get outside of your comfort zone and making decisions in general um and not being, I would say this also probably ties into like failures in the past, like, oh, I was really embarrassed or oh, I really hurt somebody's feelings. So I just, I'm not going to say anything or, you know, whatever. So, you know, moving past, you know, the things that have happened to us in the past, like that could be a big reason why we're not making decisions. So mm-hmm. making your, making sure that you're living in the present and not being controlled by like what happened in the past. Yeah. So I think you kind of mentioned two important things there because living in the past is a big way to keep us like kind of stuck um, and making excuses that don't lead us forward. But you said something else too about moving in the unknown. And I think like there's a couple of tactical ways to actually practice that. Uh, One is to like look at your schedule and think about ways you can break up your daily routine, right? Like try to take different ways to work or like do something a little bit different that's not on auto. Um, Because if you practice kind of trying something new, or practice kind of moving things around or switching things up, you don't feel so confined um, when other things come up, right? Like if a friend says, hey, you want to do this tonight? Like, okay, try to move different. Like try to do something different. We talked one time about having like opposite day. Well, like try mm-hmm. to do something different. Um, and that allows you to be more open and like stop making excuses around things um, out of fear of, oh, I don't know what might happen. No, I think that's a huge one. Um, and in that same vein, um, always focusing on your strengths and making sure that you're grateful, you know, kind of for where you are. So you might not be where you want to be yet and that's okay, but that can Mm -hmm. become like, that can seem like an insurmountable odd if it's like, oh, I want to be debt free, but it seems like so far away. It's like, oh man, but you can, you can be grateful for the little moments you can make, make Mm -hmm. each day or the little steps you can take each day to get there. Mm -hmm. And focusing on your strengths is important because that's often an excuse, right? Like some of the examples we use that 
our our um excuses is when we're saying like I don't have enough or I can't do a thing mm -hmm. or whatever right that's kind of focusing on your weakness or focusing on what you think is a weakness or what you think you don't have or what you think you lack um versus if you're focused on your strength it kind of keeps you in a place I think of feeling more powerful or feeling more able or capable um if you're practicing gratitude and you're thankful for what you have and thankful for I feel like you're kind of in a position now to be ready to take on things or like, you know, actually move forward instead of making an excuse why you can't. Um, because you're you're in a space, I think, of of expansion. I think gratitude is kind of a space for expansion. Mm -hmm. um, if you find yourself making a lot of excuses, it's like you're keeping yourself little. Um, so for everybody listening, I think a lot of these are good ways like to literally kind of help yourself to be more accountable. Um, and maybe if you, it might register for you if to think about this in terms of, oh yeah, I make excuses about X, Y, Z, or it may register to you to think about places where you're not as accountable, but like they're really kind of speaking to the same thing. Um, so thinking about that, man, it, this now makes me feel personally like, oh, I have so much space where I could be more accountable um, because we just kind of hit a lot of different walls. Or like, there's a lot of different spaces where it's just like, I choose not to step into that. Um, but it's like, why, you know? And I, I mean, I know why, yeah. and, and that's the excuse, right? Is that, oh, I don't want to have a conflict or I don't, you know, whatever it is, right? Sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's a negative, like how you make the excuse, but if it keeps you from moving, then it's an excuse. Absolutely. And I think that that really keeps you from enjoying life. Um, like failures are a part of life. Messing up is a part of life. Like, and that's really how you learn the lessons. Um, mm -hmm. And so moving forward in a thoughtful way towards your goals and holding yourself accountable to, you know, the ideal version of yourself that you want to be. I don't think you can ever lose. Like, even if you do hurt somebody's feelings or mess up or whatever, like mm -hmm. it just continues you on that path of expansion. And so I challenge y'all this week to really think about, you know, where in your life, you know, do you feel that you're making excuses? and being honest or looking at it like like you said where in your life are you not where you want to be and then figuring out what excuses are keeping you from getting there like you know where are you not thinking big enough or open-minded enough yeah and keep in mind like think about who do you respect and why and I think so often like I always respect people in moments of like them taking accountability that's always the time you can really respect somebody if they're like oh man I didn't get this done or hey this happened I need extra time or like whatever it might be, like when people are accountable and like are responsible, that's really admirable, I think. Um, and yet it's so hard for us to do that in some places, but like, it really is even powerful to admit like your mistake or admit like where you're messing up or doing a thing or whatever, right? Um, so think about it in that way, kind of reframing uh, accountability as like a positive thing and not a thing to kind of feel ashamed about, you know, when you're talking about things that you did or didn't do or where you could be better yeah and then I I want to frame it also like think about the last time that you took accountability for something you know whether whatever it was whether you were late on a deadline or you hurt somebody whatever it was did you die mm -mm. no most of the time it made the relationship better it gave you extra time or maybe you know you got a stern talking to by whomever but then it you know worked out in the end and so you can either make excuses and hold on to that anxiety and that resentment and the things that breed from making yourself small, or you can own up and have be accountable and then also deal without those lessons and expansion because you're not going back from being accountable. Yeah, absolutely. 
Um, so hit us up, guys. Let us know how you feel about this episode. Feel free to leave comments. Uh, we have started getting some some pretty interesting, not started, because we usually do actually get kind of a lot of comments on YouTube. Um, Carly, we should start reading some of those sometimes. I'm not going to pull it up right now, but. Um, I, was, I was about to say, I got it. That last one was fire, bro. Oh, well, if you find it, go ahead. They could be our shout out. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I absolutely. I just remember it being something long, but um. Yep. Okay, so our last week's episode one sixty eight or nine one sixty nine was on um, overconsumption and like the dangers of it, and we got a response from a whole latte plants, mm-hmm. and um, they said, I think most people view overconsumption from a singular lens. How does this affect me? But many of the issues with overconsumption, especially when it comes to consumerism, deal with the effect on others, i.e. use of finite materials, effect on the planet, carbon footprint, exploitation of laborers, etc. I think one remedy for overconsumption is connection. To be more connected to the things you take in, you subconsciously develop a respect for the effect that it has on others, including yourself. For example, seeing how you feel about purchasing excess clothing if you were connected to the process of creating the garments from start to finish, where the fabric comes from, what raw materials is it made from and how they are sourced, how many hours go into making the garment, does it come from a factory that exploits workers, how long does it take to regenerate the materials that were used in its creation, this is probably more easily relatable in food systems, i.e. ditch the notion of the grocery store and imagine you can only eat what's grown locally and imagine the time from seed to harvest, the water required, the reliance on weather, the land use, the labor, etc. Mm-hmm. In general, I think it's definitely easy to overconsume in areas where we are disconnected from the processes. Yeah, that is good. Um, and that takes it almost a step further, I would say, from Marie. Marie um, Kondo where she talks about like you know really make sure like connect with things and how they make you feel but to even connect with the whole process and really just like do I want to need do I need this do I want to support this like I think that is really good that's a really good thing to think about there so appreciate that comment um, and definitely continue to leave comments we'll we'll start to look at those ahead of time um, and bring those up in the episodes that might be good to start doing at the top um, as well as yeah because we had some good ones yeah, you can leave reviews as well um, on iTunes, leave five stars. Um, and as always, we definitely appreciate you all listening. Mm-hmm. And real quick, that makes me think of Kyle Cease's, uh, he has a triple yes, where he, before he like takes on new projects or takes on things, it's mm-hmm. like, does it help me? Does it, uh, is it in alignment? And does it help the world essentially? And so mm-hmm. it's like looking at all of those things and figuring what your three yeses are, because they might be a little bit different than his, but checking the boxes on, everything that you say yes to that you opt in for or buy into and just looking at it like that mm-hmm. um yeah but this week's question is in alignment with this week's episode and so my question to you Alexia is what is on the other side of your consistency oh that's easy for me um I have a something on my door what does it say the process is non-negotiable and so to me, when I hear about consistency, that that makes me think about the processes um, that are necessary, things that you just can do and follow every time. And so for me, what's on the other side of consistency um, is like a very streamlined flow, like whether it's a workflow, um, life flow, et cetera, that allows for more space to 
take things to another level. So getting that consistency allows for the processes and for the nitty gritty to become, you know, easier to follow. And then you have that space to go beyond. Mm, I like that. And I like that that is about the process and not just like the end goals. Um, man, I, <laughs> I'm not gonna list everything, but everything. Essentially, if I was consistent in every area of my life, then I would be, you know, one step closer to my goals every single day. And so working on that, getting 1% better each day in every area of my life. So everything. So this week, uh, let us know what's on the other side of your consistency. If you have like a specific goal or a certain area that you're working on, we'd love to hear. Hit us at Carly's Couch on all the platforms. And as always, well, not always, but as of today, <laughs> stop making excuses and accept responsibility. Well, bam. Peace out. Merry Christmas, y'all.